Today's story concerns adult subject matter for mature listeners. If that's not your cup of tea, or there are youngsters listening, please skip this one and come back for another story another time. You're listening to The Voice of Dog. This is Rob McWolf, your fellow traveler, and today's story is Free Samples by Dirt Coyote who, when he's not causing all sorts of trouble on Twitter, is writing a novel, a series, and short furry fiction. His story, featured on the voice of dog I'm Just Your Stud, was nominated for Kyoto's Best Short Story of 2021. Find him at Dirt Coyote on Twitter for future updates. Please enjoy Free Samples by Dirt Coyote. The break room entrance squealed noisily, to Elijah's dismay. The cacomistil's slender muzzle poked out the crack, sniffing for scents and listening for voices. Fortunately, no one was around. With the coast clear, he slipped inside and walked over to his locker, pulling out his associate's vest before tapping on a tablet hanging against the wall. A catalog of names dropped from the screen, and he clicked on his to clock in. Uh-oh! A cartoon mouse in his own associate's vest erupted. Comically-sized drops of sweat flung off his brow, and he tapped at his wristwatch correctively. Looks like you're late again. Here's some helpful tips, the rodent said in a plastic, patronizing tone. Every time Elijah lost his patience and tried to skip ahead of the lesson, it would start over from the beginning. He didn't remember it being this annoying last time that he was late three days in a row, but the company was always developing new ways to make things worse. Wouldn't be a big surprise to anyone if all employees would eventually be chipped with a device that would shock them for being a minute late. Finally, finishing the prompts, it allowed Elijah to clock in, now ten minutes late instead of five. He rolled his eyes and reminded himself to show up early tomorrow if he didn't want to get any more digital chastising. Two more late shows, and he'd get a warning slip. Three warning slips would get him a tardy card. If he collects five tardy cards, they'll bring him in for a performance review. After about a dozen of those, they might think of actually firing him. Who'd want that? Grumbling, Elijah put on his vest and worked his way out to the double doors leading into the store. Bright, fluorescent light disoriented the Kakama style momentarily. As he worked his way towards his section of the store, his tail coiled loosely around his leg. Shoppers in the Megamart took little heed of his long-striped whip, more concerned with their grocery list than the associates. He was all too familiar with being run over by the wheel of a cart. Spotting a wolf cub reaching for a box of cereal, he hastily stepped in before she could try to climb the rack. Here, let me grab that he said, working some sincerity into his voice. He snatched the large box and leaned over her. Cocoa Flakes. Those were my favorite growing up. She took the box gingerly, thanking him before studying the back in awe. Puzzles and riddles distracted her as Elijah walked towards the wolf, staring him down. Just as he approached the cart, the customer gave him a low growl. Thanks, jackass. Now she's gonna want it. Just doing my part. 
Just doing my part, the Cacomastel replied, clicking his tongue. The annoyed wolf barely made it halfway down the aisle before his cub was begging him for the cereal. He took it, turning around in frustration, before reluctantly shoving it inside his cart. Elijah turned away, almost out of the aisle, when the wolf knocked over half a dozen boxes with his tail and let out a facetious, Oops! Fucking hate this job, Elijah muttered while restacking the shelf. Free samples, a nasally voice called out. Both of Elijah's ears stood, and a curious smile crept up his muzzle. There's no way in hell. Elijah quickly stuffed the last box on the shelf, not caring if it was flush. There was a giddiness in his steps, excited to confirm his suspicions. There, as he turned the corner, stood a lanky, glasses-wearing raccoon, huddled over a table of trays. They made eye contact, but the raccoon didn't seem to recognize him at first. He was wearing the same ugly yellow associate's vest over a long-sleeve orange checkered shirt, had latex gloves over each paw. The net over his head for he was almost unrecognizable. If not for his voice, Elijah would have missed Ian Baker passing out microwaved hot dogs. The fuck is this? Elijah asked with a chuckle, approaching the raccoon. It took Ian a second to remember the cacomistil, and his eyes shifted away when he did. Free samples? Is this a joke or something? Elijah extended his paws and shifted around in half circle. Or maybe a social experiment? The raccoon, annoyed, leaned in and whispered, Just take the sample and go. I don't need this right now. Elijah! The sharp, familiar snarl of his manager was enough to shut him up, at least for a second. The tall hair came storming up to him with a finger waving. Late! Always late! Could you please not soil our new associate with your poor behavior? He said in a kettle whistle voice. It was sharp enough to duck both Prokinid's ears reflexively. I'm sorry, Sean, you know the traffic these days. Elijah joked with a shrug. Traffic! Traffic! I can climb out on the roof and throw a rock far enough to hit your little bum fu- Sean pressed his buck teeth to his lip, closed his eyes, and took a deep inhale before letting it out slowly. Not today. You're not doing this to me today. This is a good day. We have no associate for your department. With that, the black and white hair extended both arms to the raccoon in a ta-da fashion. Neither were impressed enough to react, and Elijah was the first to break the awkward silence. We're familiar, he started, looking over Ian cautiously. So he actually works here now? Wow, the great Ian Baker, in my department no less. The hare shared a downward glance between the two before warning. Hey, you'll... Tell me now if I hired another lazy, good-for-nothing Ian? Elijah barked a laugh. Don't you know? He was my class valedictorian. Had a whole speech and everything. He passed a wink to the uncomfortable-looking raccoon. He'll be a great fit. Sean bounced on his feet, clapping paws together tightly before announcing, Good! 
Good, good, good. That's exactly what I like to hear and love to see. Go grab Miranda so she can take over here. Sauron break as I was walking in, Elijah interjected. Sean threw his arms up and stamped his large lapine foot paw hard. Always on breaks. I swear, you each take one every five minutes. Just go. Show him the ropes. Ian was shoved out from behind the table by the hyper hair putting on his own set of gloves. The raccoon handed over his apron as Elijah led him away toward his section. Elijah nudged the other's shoulder. So looks like we're partners again. Remember Woodshop? He was getting so much trouble. Ian scoffed. We were like 12. I barely remember what I ate for dinner last night. Elijah waved a paw in circles excitedly as he jogged his own memory. How could you forget that time we painted Doe's white spots pink when she fell asleep in class? Or the puzzle box you gave the teacher that he couldn't solve? A chuckle escaped the raccoon's muzzle. It was just a block of wood I cut some grooves in. Took him ten minutes to realize that. Ian said, his reminiscing cut short with a shake of his muzzle. That was in the past. I'd rather focus on now. Rebuffed, Elijah snorted and said, Maybe I can just show you how to work the intercom so you can get your big speech out of the way early. Ian stopped, sticking a finger to the Cathamiel's chest and growled, would you just drop that? Elijah held his paw in the air dismissively. Fine, fine, let's get this over with. He stepped to a row of video games and pointed at them. You know how to stack things so the title is facing outward? Uh, yeah? The raccoon replied, looking perplexed. Awesome. You're already a better worker than half the store. Elijah said as he led him over to a circular kiosk holding the electronic department's registers. He reached underneath and pulled out a key hanging from a nail. Now, you know how to turn one of these bad boys? Ian searched around, pointed at a case with several expensive headphones inside. A key for the stuff behind the glass? Elijah whistled with some satisfaction. Fast learner. That easily puts you in my top ten. The raccoon fiddled with his glasses and stood dumbfounded. Elijah just slapped him on the arm teasingly and stuck his tongue out. That got a surprise yelp from Ian and he rubbed at his arm. He don't hit me, he whined with his muzzle facing the ground. Elijah just shook his head. Oh, lighten up, dude. The Catcomist still leaned up against the register and pulled out his phone, sending off a post in his social about his new co-worker. He then scrolled through his feed, only looking up when Ian waved a paw in his face. What? Elijah asked, annoyed. I thought you were training me, Ian hissed, holding his paws out. Aren't you going to show me where everything is? What other customer has a question for me? Elijah got a cocky grin as he put his phone away. Well, that's easy, he teased, his paw pointing upward. See all the signs hanging? You just look for yourself and point them to wherever they ask. Ian's ma went to gate. That's it? What were you expecting? I guess you're not as smart as you bragged, Elijah teased. That got a huff from Ian, folding his arms and turning away. Elijah, not wanting to leave the nerd sour, reached forward and tapped his shoulder. 
He jumped and spun back around. Do you have to be so... touchy? Ian snapped. Jeez, once we started high school, you became so cagey, Elijah spat with his arms folded. You haven't changed at all, Ian retorted, his arms crossed. You never take anything seriously. What's there to take seriously? This is the easiest job on the planet. All you gotta do is ring up people's items from this section, occasionally say, I highly recommend these earbuds, and someone's got a dumb fucking question for you. If Sean comes around, grab a rag and start wiping shit or look like you're stacking things. Oh. He paused, turning his head towards some rustling. He paused, turning his head towards some rustling behind him. And when some jackass tries to take one of the floor model TVs, stop them, sir. Elijah jumped to his feet, racing over to a moose trying to unplug a forty-five-inch television on a shelf. Even when the cacamistel halted the customer, the older man couldn't be immediately persuaded to simply take one of the boxes underneath the display. He argued that he meant to grab the floor model because he was sure there was exact size for his entertainment center. I assure you, sir, that I'll personally set up your next television if this one doesn't fit, Elijah said, tucking the box underneath his cart. Not even a second after the customer turned the corner did Elijah lean into Ian and mutter, See? Other than the occasional jackass, easiest job on the planet. Ian slumped up against a shell. Paws clasping each side of his muzzle as he asked, What am I doing here? That's what I'm saying, Elijah laughed, taking a spot next to him. Are you supposed to be like, well, how did you put it? 2,300 miles away from you bumbling idiots, they said in unison. Elijah's words cheeky while Ian's let out in defeated exasperation. A long, high-pitched whine escaped from Ian's lips as he slunk down the counter. Farther and farther did the raccoon sink until he was almost flat on his ass. Elijah didn't mind watching the breakdown, especially since he got his own little shout-out during the infamous graduation speech. So what happened to beaches and rocket science? Now with his jaw resting on his knees, Ian mumbled, Computer science. What the fuck ever? What happened? There was a pause. Sounds of shopping carts strolling by leisurely over the non-offensive jingle-jangle repeating endlessly on speakers overhead filled the silence between them. Elijah caught the thick gulp gurgling inside Ian's throat as he worked up the courage to speak. He was about to lose his patience before the raccoon boy pushed himself off the ground back up to his feet. What do you think happened? It went viral. Class valedictorian uses graduation speech to tear into students, faculty, and family. Someone recorded everything and uploaded it online. Hundreds of thousands of people saw me in my big mouth. Everyone thought I was a joke at UC Golden. Ian whined, rubbing his eyes as he continued. Those that didn't think I was a joke thought I was a jerk. No one would work with me. And professors had it out for me, too. The pressure just got to me. I packed my things and came back home. Instead of the sympathy Ian might have expected, Elijah just laughed and said, Yeah, the real should have cut the mic at some point, especially when you started going to town on the principal's bald spots. Nope, they just let you keep going. They insulted everyone in their class. 
Elijah reached to slap Ian on the arm, but managed to control himself. Hey, remember what you said about me? Ian's ears perked up, and he turned his head. Shades of pink and red blossomed under his gray cheek scruff. His tail twitched a couple times, and he wrapped an arm around his chest to clench his shoulder. N no. It's been months, and most of that was improv, he said, unable to make eye contact. Yeah, I forgot it anyways, Elijah lied, but pushed through. What I didn't forget was you coming out in the middle of it. Nice dude. Ian furrowed his brow, straightening himself out defensively. Yeah, I'm gay. That gonna be a problem, is it? His words had some bite in them, but also felt shaky. Wow, Elijah said, giving him a couple claps for their performance. Newsflash, Ian, but you weren't the only gay among us, as you said, hill folk. Everyone knew I was passing out hand jobs in the gymnasium bathroom since sophomore year. Ian's face drained of color, and his eyes went wide. Y you were gay all along? No one told me. I thought I was... I thought it was just me. No, it wasn't just you, dummy, Elijah said, his tone annoyed. There were a few of us. You were just stuck in your nerd group looking down at everyone because you played Demon the Reckoning cards and watched dumb Doug Riot sci-fi movies. Quisitively, the raccoon let down his defensive stance and flicked up his ears. When he spoke, his voice kept low. You gave hand jobs in the bathroom? Just as he asked, a vixen walked by with little Todd holding her paw. She gave Ian a death glare and snorted loudly. The little boy looked up in confusion between the adults, trying to figure out which word he wasn't supposed to hear to save into his lexicon for later. It's a bargain world, Wendy. She wanted somewhere classy, there's a tarjay up the road. Elijah spat out as the vixen picked up her pace down the aisles. Turning in, he groaned out, Smooth, dork. Sorry, Ian whimpered, nose toward the ground. Lightening up, the raccoon said, Anyways, all the time. Heck, if you hadn't take off so fast, I'd have done it right after you finished your speech. Ian's glasses nearly popped off his snout with how quick he flicked up his head. His eyebrows were arched high, and he fought against the smile emerging at the corners of his lips. Another loud gulp choked down a large lump in his throat before he opened his muzzle and asked, You wanted to do stuff with me? Even after the speech? Hell yeah! Elijah exclaimed, getting a nearby lynx to kick up his legs in fright. He scooted off and on before giving the stink eye to the cacomist still. Calming himself down, Elijah continued in a whisper. Dude, it was so hot. You told off everyone in the school. He traced a paw down to his shorts and touched a finger to his crotch. Kind of getting a little excited thinking about it now. Ian's eyes darted around, wondering if anyone could see them. Elijah knew he was well hidden both behind the waist-high counter of the kiosk and because customers barely saw him as a person to begin with. With the way the raccoon was getting hot, he wasn't sure if it was because it was so public or if he was getting excited himself. Guess he'd test the waters. You know, there's a bathroom no one uses that no cameras face. 
Elijah gave him his best bedroom eyes. With a thumb underneath his cargo shorts, he beckoned Ian to look at the pubic fur he exposed to the air. The cacomastel's thick white fur was tucked quickly back behind his clothes, just as the other boy took a peep. Fog steamed up behind his glasses. Pulling them off his muzzle, Ian wiped each lens on his shirt as he stammered, What if we get caught? Doesn't someone need to be up here? Won't Sean notice? Also, I don't know if I could do that in a bathroom. Maybe we should just try another time. None of his protests seemed to slow him down one bit as the cacomastel led him through the back. No one gave them any second glance walking to their paw and paw, though their scent tagged along dangerously. Elijah hardly let the bathroom door close behind him before he was sinking fangs onto the other's neck. Oh, shit, I... Oh, I'm not really... This is kind of... Ian was cut off by a finger to his lips. Elijah got a few more kisses and nips at his throat before murmuring, Shut up, nerd, for I change my mind. That seemed to do the trick, and Ian allowed the cacomastel to plant him down on the toilet. The raccoon's heart could be heard thumping loudly as his chest boomed in and out. Elijah was breathing just as hard himself, taking the other scent greedily and letting out little murmurs of his own. It had been a minute since he'd done anything like this. Sean would usually get too clingy after they found themselves leaving the same bathroom. He traced a claw along the outline of Ian's bulge. It twitched in his pants just as excited as he was. Working quickly, Elijah fingered his shorts at the same time he loosened the belt in front of him. Ian tried helping, and their paws fought against one another awkwardly until finally his zipper was unzipped and his briefs were tucked down. Ian's cock bounced out of his underwear, springing into the air crowned with a pearl of pre. Not minding the grimy towel floor, Elijah dropped his shorts as he got to his knees. Wrapped tightly in his own paw was his six-inch cock, dripping pre out onto the ground. Taking a second to admire the sight, the cacomastel side stopped the raccoon's endowment with a devious smile. Hmm, I think I'm probably a tad bigger, Elijah commented. What? Oh, can it jerk? Ian hissed, glaring down at the raccoon. You're the one that wanted to. Ian cut off in a squeak right as Elijah gripped the base of his shaft. A gulp bounced against the walls, ricocheting loudly until it was replaced with a soft coo of delight. Elijah rubbed his cock in long, slow strokes that pumped out pretty freely. Drops rolled down the sides, leaving sticky trails along Cacomastel's fingertips. He worked both paws in tandem, getting a steady rhythm between the two of them. Something about Ian, the scenario, the speech, or even just the setting, did things for him that made his mind swirl in pleasure. Biting his lip, he gave both himself and the raccoon a squeeze, and was rewarded dual moans that dared to escape the thin plywood walls. Elijah's gaze was shared between Ian's dick and his black mask, seeing pleasure written all over the raccoon's bent whiskers. The glasses on his face were clumsily leaning towards one side, and his tongue dangled out as he panted for breath. As if Ian could read his mind, he reached up a paw to wipe drool off his chin and whispered, This feels really good. That got a chuckle from Elijah, but he kept focused. Gradually, he quickened his pace in tiny increments. 
Every stroke that started from the base of his shaft met the tip of his cock ever so slightly faster. After several minutes, though, he was pumping himself into Ian at full speed and swiftly approaching the point of no return. He knew it just as surely for Ian as he did for himself and couldn't keep from similarly gasping for breath. Ian gripped both paws of the toilet seat to steady himself while his shoes squealed against the tile underneath. His legs stretch out on either side of Elijah. He let out something that might have been a warning, too muffled to be intelligible. He wouldn't have understood it anyways, caught up in his own orgasm, as his first shot splattered against the toilet's base. Moans of pleasure escaped from Ian, unable to stifle himself each time a new rope of cum jetted from his cock. Most landed right back down on his own shaft, leaving a puddle over Elijah's paw. His grip remained firm as he coaxed the last bit of spunk out of him, only letting go at the end of his own orgasm. Curiously, he brought his fingers to his tongue and gave a lick at the jizz-covered paw. Not bad, Elijah remarked, looking up at Ian. The raccoon had thrown his head back and was catching his breath, unable to see the cacamastile cleaning off his fingers. Elijah looked down and grimaced at the mess he'd left on the floor. Some of it was still clinging to the toilet, while the rest had pooled along the cracks in the floor. Thinking about someone else cleaning it up didn't feel right, and killed his afterglow before he could even let it settle in. So he sighed, getting up off the floor and pulling up his shorts. Grabbing a few towels from a dispenser, he strolled back and was about ready to get to work before a sniffle caught his ears. Elijah looked down on the raccoon, still sitting on the seat with his eyes open, staring into nothing. Wait, what are you doing? Elijah asked, heart filling with dread. Another sniffle, and the cacomistal got more defensive. The fuck, you got a cold or something? He asked, knowing that wasn't the truth. A sad, low murmur parted Ian's lips before he sniffed again, hard. Snot already working out of his nostrils. Tears had built up and were blinked out of the corner of his eyes. His ears were folded back and his long tail wrapped around his leg. He hadn't bothered to clean himself up one bit before the first sob left his muzzle. Oh, fuck no, please don't. I'm sorry. Ian snorted in, a large glob of snot dangling from his nose before continuing. It's just... Is this what my life has come to? Getting my first sexual experience in the bathroom of a bargain world from fucking Elijah Davies. Several loud open sobs let out before he went, Did I really fuck this up so bad? Ow! Hey, what are you doing? Stop! Elijah had begun throwing wads of paper towels right at the raccoon's muzzle, and when he was out, he assaulted him with light but unrelenting swaths at his arms and ears. Nuh-uh. No fucking way, buddy. I am not your fucking low point. I am not your late teen crisis, jackass. How fine, fine, just stop. Ian begged as he feebly swatted away the paws coming at him. Elijah let out one more huff before spinning around and storming out of the bathroom. He was practically fuming as he stomped through the hallway, pushing past anyone in his way. His wiry tail whipped at the walls and boxes carelessly. As he stepped out into the store, he trudged toward his department blindly. Only made it halfway there before our customer ran over his lashing tail. 
He let out a yelp of pain, but instead of an apology, he just got a glare and a snort from a weasel. Be more careful, the customer scolded. Elijah pulled out his tail from underneath the cart and kept it in his paws. The apology he was expecting never came, the man turning his attention to bread stacked on the shelves. It took all of his energy not to chew out the customer right there. All he could do was hold it inside and keep himself to low muttering as he finally made it back to the safety of his kiosk. At that exact moment, Sean was storming up with the question, where the fuck have you been, on his muzzle. A deadly glare in the hare's direction sent him screeching to a halt. He looked around nervously, trying to find something else to fix his attention to, before walking off as if he had better business to deal with. Elijah let out a sigh of relief, at least glad that Sean wasn't going to pester him yet. He'd probably circle back around on him when he'd cooled off, though, and that wasn't going to be pleasant. With his anger split between the hair and the customer, he wasn't feeling quite as bad about Ian anymore. Part of him still felt awful, though, as he sulked over the counter. Hey, Ian stuttered behind him. I didn't mean to imply, I mean... Elijah cut him off. Save it. I know what you meant. That's fine. Just usually takes longer for people to realize I'm the biggest loser here. He could hear the raccoon shuffling about behind him, nervously pondering his next step. A surprise paw resting on his shoulder eased him up enough to relax. Hesitantly, but with more sureness in his voice, Ian tried again. I didn't mean to imply that. You're not a loser. I'm... I'm sorry for reacting the way I did. Another long sigh released from Elisha, this one actually relieving some of the pressure built up inside. Still not looking at him, he tried his own apology. Yeah, well, I'm sorry I laughed at you when Christopher Wood knocked the books out of your paws. There was a pause between them. Ian's paw tensing up on his shoulder before he pulled it off altogether. Elijah turned to meet his gaze, only to see the raccoon's muzzle was facing the ground. You remembered? He asked, shakily. Elijah shrugged it off with a t- and raised his paws up in the air quotes, imitating Ian's voice. And fuck Christopher Wood for slapping my books out of my paws at one time. Only saving grace was Elijah Davies' hideous honking laughter that came afterwards, and Elijah was too dense to realize everyone was laughing at him instead of me. He punctuated his quote by confirming, Yeah, I remembered. A gulp choked down Ian's throat loud enough to be heard from one side of the store all the way to the other. I'm so, so terribly sorry I said that. He whined, looking ready to break down again. I'll stop the pity party. Everyone got a taste of it that day, and you didn't exactly leave unscathed either, Elijah said, slapping a paw to Ian's arm instinctively. Though I have to admit, Elijah started with a chuckle, I couldn't laugh for a week straight after that. Ian kept his muzzle down shamefully as he asked, A week? 
Fuck, dude, I didn't think I'd ever laugh again. Elijah snorted and shook his head. It was pretty dumb. At least it's not as awful as your laugh. Mine? Ian frowned and cocked his head to the side. The hell's wrong with mine? You serious? Your laugh sounds like you just got finished tying a woman to train tracks. Before he finished, Elijah pinched his nose shut and threw his head back maniacally. <laughs> Elijah's own imitation was funny enough to make the raccoon laugh exactly as described. Ian covered up his muslin embarrassment, but hearing it made the cacamastel let loose a single, genuine, honking laugh of his own. The two stared blankly at each other for a second before erupting into a fit of laughter. Customers gave odd looks to the two, filling their department with honks and nasally snickers. When their throats and chests were too sore to continue, Elijah picked himself up and gave him a slap on the arm. We're good, he asked, giving him a weak smile. Ian frowned at the slap, but shrugged it off. Yeah, we're good. Elijah flicked his ears toward the side and said, Awesome because I took care of the last one. Ian cocked his head, confused, and asked, Last what? Oh, gosh, ma'am. Ian cried out as he raced toward an elderly rat, ready to topple a 60-inch monitor right off the shelf. Bickering between the two filled the aisle. The raccoon's kindest explanations were dismissed by the stubborn rat struggling to fit the TV inside her cart. Elijah smiled as he watched, amused at the nerd's patience with the unruly customer. Work sucked, but having Ian by his side was already making the future brighter. And the hand job was fun, too. For a free sample, that is. This was Free Samples by Dirt Coyote, read for you by Rob McWolf, Werewolf Hitchhiker. You can find more stories on the web at thevoice.dog or find the show wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening to The Voice of Dog.